0: All right, Roy Yeckel is back with us, his long-awaited return. Uh, Pove is out in the yard doing an Easter egg hunt. So, would you like to do the intro for us, sir? Uh, welcome back to Ain't Is A Word, uh southern podcast. Uh, you, this is yours truly, Roy J. Yeckel.
1: As always, across the table, Toby A. Nix. All Nicks. right,
0: so I know last time you were here, your intros were a little lacking. but yeah, I, think I worked you, on it in the shower. You, <laughs> you've been practicing. They're good. So, um... I guess we have, we're going to try to do several podcasts today, and we want, we want to get back on a every Wednesday at 6 a.m. type uh, type deal. I know Corona kind of killed the podcast for 2020. We had a good roll going, too. We were getting a lot of listens every week. So um, hopefully we can stay on that path uh, with, with the every Wednesday thing. So we're going to try to get at least a couple of weeks' worth today. So with that being said... What would you like to talk about, Roy? Uh,
1: let's talk about talk about your show the other week.
0: That oh, was yeah. that was a good time. So, another thing in 2020 that got canceled was uh, us doing me and Chad doing any music. So we did our first show in other than the private party. Uh, we did our first show in over a year the other week, and the guy the guy wanted like. No more than 50 people to be there. Oops. (laughs) Yeah. So I think there was 50 people in our group alone. Yeah. Well, we were walking in post, and we're not
1: supposed to have more than 50. I went, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. I told more than 50 just myself, you know, and the other people were telling folks.
0: So It was a good time, and it was like everyone had been waiting a year to – I mean, I know we've done stuff throughout the year, but that's always a fun time over there. But I do think that that they, because of their corona shutdowns, were not expecting – the the poor uh bartenders were (laughs) overwhelmed (laughs) they were were slightly overwhelmed and we did learn that night i was talking to chad and a stranger on a break and chad said something whatever and pointed over to roy and said yeah that's our band manager right there so roy is now the table 18 band manager that's
1: right hit me up we can uh (laughs) little book table 18 just go through me i charge a small fee but it'll be all right they can afford it you know it was it was funny so thursday night i was at texas roadhouse and i saw some people that i see all the time and they're like well i guess we'll see you tomorrow night was, well so i'm not gonna be here so i'll be a summer girl if my buddy's playing up there and uh, they went so then i saw they came up they're like we were coming they went up there and then uh, i saw them over talking to chad and I i see chad you know Oh, Roy, that's our band manager. <laughs> He's our manager. So I walked over and started talking to him, and uh, the guy that I knew, he said, "He's like, you just told me it was your buddy. You didn't tell me you were their manager. I was like, oh, so I, you know, I'm <clears throat> humble about it. I try not to tell anybody.
0: Well, I think that that we need to talk about uh, what you're paying your band, because uh, actually it was a good night that night. <laughs> I was, say, that was when, when I'm the manager, you make a good money. Yeah, it was a good job, because we did come out pretty good that <laughs> night. Um... Piggybacking off of uh, our our the first leg of Table 18's World Tour 2021, um, what was the first concert you ever saw?
1: Hmm. I can't remember. It was either when Alan Jackson played at Duneen High School at their football stadium, and I don't remember what year that was. Is either that one? Because I, I think in 2002. I went to um, uh, so actually that one might have been it. Isn't I mean, in two thousand two we went to a Kenny Chesney concert. Yeah. Well, he was big back then.
0: I you know what I never got into him, but uh, I saw Alan Jackson, and this would have been the early nineties. He opened for Randy Travis. Have you ever heard of the Omni? The Omni? Yeah. But which which Om- may have heard of that, There's an there was a an arena in Atlanta called the Omni okay, I've heard of it I've never and that's where the Atlanta Hawks played and where concerts were had and where they held wrestling events which I loved <laughs> so I was at the Omni a lot but I was in high school my parents got tickets to see Randy Travis and Alan Jackson was the opening act and this so I'd already seen him on Austin City Limits something else you may have never heard of. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, your family, like, your aunt and all will appreciate this. Yeah. You, yeah, you'll have no idea. But so I had already seen Alan Jackson on Austin City Limits, and uh, so he, he already had a lot of good songs, but I didn't know nothing about him. So he's opening for Randy Travis. We're at the Omni in Atlanta. I live in Union City. After every song, Alan Jackson says something to the effect of uh, – yeah, I'm I'm from just down the street in a little town called Noonan. And we're mm-hmm. like, what is Noonan? You know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. had no idea that Noonan existed, that Alan Jackson was from Noonan. And now, you know, 20 years later, oh, I don't live there anymore. But but I definitely know what Noonan is. So it was funny how uh, how you could be so close to a city. But we never, there was never a reason down, back then to come down south. Unless you were going to Florida, you may pass through Noonan. But uh, other than that, it, you know. Couple miles up the street, and never, never heard of Noonan. Yeah, little old Noonan. Little old Noonan. I'm from a little town called Noonan, right down the street. (laughs) After every song, but like I said, he was all like I already knew a lot of his songs. Um, But he was not my Def Leppard was my first concert at the Omni. Have you ever heard of Def Leppard? Yeah, I know Def Leppard. (laughs) So that was my first concert. A buddy, uh, a buddy of mine, his older brother took us to that, and then. Back in the day, we used to go to concerts all the time. Oh yeah, we saw Metallica every time they came to Atlanta. Saw Limp Biscuit, Saw Willie Nelson at Six Flags. When like, mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, who's what's what's your favorite concert you've ever been to?
1: Favorite concert I've ever been to. Uh, I don't know. That's a that's a long shot. I like, yeah, I've seen Riley Green play at Macon.
0: Okay. He was really good. So <clears throat> much like the Omni. And everything you've never heard of, I've never heard of Riley Green. I assume he's new country. Yeah, he's new. Yeah. He's good. Goodness. <laughs>
1: but I do want to retract. I, I just thought about that. It was like 03 or 04 that uh, Alan Jackson played at the uh, Newton High School Stamp. So Kenny Chesney would have been my first concert.
0: Huh. Uh, Def Leppard is cooler than Kenny Chesney. I, yeah. I want to go on record as saying that. Well, I didn't buy the tickets. <laughs> okay, nothing wrong with that. Um they, I was gonna say something about. Oh, so my nephew, and his buddies have gotten me into talking about new country. They got me into Tyler Childers. Yeah, he may not be new anymore. I don't know, but the White White Road, White House Road, that's yeah. a good song. And then of course Zach sings it. Uh, now he, he's <laughs> like an honorary member of Table Eighteen. And then uh, I guess Kyle at this point has sang with us twice, so he's an honorary member as well. Although I don't remember what song Kyle sings. Uh, whatever it was, I'm sure he bom- bombed it. <laughs> I'm sure it was trash. <laughs> well, it was... Uh, and yes. As the manager, I don't approve of that. <laughs> no, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Y'all getting write-ups. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll have to run that by you before we just spring up uh, guest singers in the yeah. future. But um, I guess, I don't know, I man. I, I, I was trying to think of my favorite concert. We saw Jimmy Buffett not long ago which that was kind of a letdown. I mean it was a good time cause he was like a bucket list guy that I wanted to see, but he he was doing more songs that I didn't know. Like when you see like guys like Jimmy Buffett, like for example when we saw Willie Nelson, I think he went on a medley for like 20 minutes of just he had so many songs that he he couldn't do them all, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he had to smush them all together. And I think Jimmy Buffett could do the same thing, but he was doing like either new stuff or not the not the famous stuff. And that's kind of not this stage in your life. You got to do what everybody came to hear. But get mm-hmm. into the crowd. If it's all senior citizens, <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of bald heads I was, out there. Yeah, I was the young guy mm-hmm. in the crowd. But I mean, I, I can understand being sick of singing Margaritaville for 40 years. You know, yeah, but that's still money times. making. Exactly. Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean,
1: I'd like to have that problem. He probably makes more. Singing that song one time live than I do in ten years, mm-hmm. and let me tell you, I would sing it as
0: much, as tired as I would get. I'd sing oh, it. Oh, absolutely, time. because it's, it's affording him a good lifestyle. But he, that was a, it was a good time because I got to check a guy off the bucket list. But uh, as, as far as the show goes, it, it was a bit forgettable. Um, I would say Metallica would be high on our list because Pove. That was one of the first time I don't know if we were dating or what, but Pove would always. Go see Metallica with us. She would not go see Limp Biscuit. Got her ticket. She wouldn't go see them because they were on the floor. The tickets were on the floor, and at that time I had like an old VHS. Have you ever heard of a VHS tape? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. I assume it was VHS. It might have been DVD. I don't know, but it was of a um, Limp Biscuit. So this was Limp Biscuit. System of a Down opened for Red Man and Method Man, Method Man who opened for Limp Biscuit. And we had a DVD of one of their concerts, and and she saw like the mosh pits on the floor and everything mm-hmm. and all that, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm not going to that." Yeah. This, was, this was probably at Phillips Arena, but I'm not sure. But um, so she did not go see Limp Bizkit. With it. it was a good show. It was very good because that was uh, that may have been my introduction into System of a Down, which was a really good band. Now, do you get into the mosh pit stuff like the? No. You, once it starts, get out of the way. I, yeah, I, I try my best. I I think I remember at um. Lakewood I was kinda like the first row of spectators, not by choice because I could care less about bumping into drunk people. I don't I don't like you know what I'm saying, like that's just yeah, I can't get down in the crowd personal I interaction. That. But um I so I remember kinda like holding my arm like standing in between. It would be like me and Nick, um I don't think you ever met Nick and then um mm-hmm. his you know Danielle Murphy? Yeah. So Nick has married her older sister, Georgia. Oh, okay. So we were buddies and um so me and Nick would be standing kind of in between the mosh pit and then Pove and Georgia. You know, well actually Georgia might have been in the mosh pit. She she was crazy. But um, she listen to this. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out soon enough. She'll <laughs> comment. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was. Uh, yeah, I, like I said, I, I remember being close to him, but I it I was never a willing participant. I, I might hold my arms up and push someone away, get them yeah. back toward the mosh pit, but that ain't my scene um bloodhound gang you ever heard of them heard of them there that was a hilarious concert they are this was back in another life they are uh would be be considered offensive um well dr seuss is offensive that's true um well they were i think they made most of their money in europe on european tours because they were offensive by american standards even when they were hot but they were a fun show. Stephen Lynch, we see him anytime he's in Atlanta. He's um, highly offensive, but I love his shows. And we actually met him um, after the show. In fact, that's his picture up on point to the refrigerator. It's uh oh, left, top right? Yeah, that's me and Pove with him, and then Pove with his buddy Mark Tyke. who Mark Tyke went on to um, – he was on some TV show on Disney as a teacher of, I don't know, it was one of those Waverly Brothers or – one of those Disney type shows he would be played a teacher. He's in an episode of Monk. he played a bartender in Monk. That was a funny show. um Stephen Lynch is funny. uh I'm sure he'll get cancelled here soon enough, but uh
1: it's a matter of time
0: yeah, but yeah, I think Lynch is gonna be my favorite concert if you ask me' because he does this interaction with the crowd where he people shout out suggestions and he does little riffs and songs off of the suggestion, he's a he's a funny joker. Um, play One Eighty Two was a good concert, even though Tom wasn't with them at the time we saw them. I feel like I'm doing all the talking here. <laughs> I mean, I'm bringing up all these like <laughs> mega superstars, Stephen Lynch, Bloodhound Gang, and you're talking about Riley Green. Well, I saw um the Brooks and Dunn final tour. Okay, how went two thousand. 10? Was that a legit final tour? Are they for real done? Or they was that like just that little... was their final
1: tour and then they split and now they're back together. It there's like a Rolling Stone final the, tour because they, re- they didn't they realized they didn't work out yeah split up that was a good show uh, I've seen Jason Aldean but I don't recall it um, we'll blame it on just me being old uh, it might have had to do with the activities prior. <laughs>
0: I don't I know that name. He's from Georgia. They Jason Aldean. Yeah. yeah, he's a big star. He's I, a I know, what's 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 his big song? Um, She's Country. She's Gone Country. <laughs> that's Alan Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> um I, I know the name but I just that just I was done with country music, I guess, in the nineties. I liked um I'd say the first half of Tim McGraw's career and then he lost me about halfway through and that's when I just kinda cut it all like that, him and Kenny Chesney, that era it kind of got me off a of country. And and what's bad about it is looking back, I think they're not bad compared to this new stuff. This new stuff's terrible. They lost. They when I listen to country music, really
1: anything 08 and newer, maybe 07 and newer. I don't. I'm not. I mean, there's a few songs out there I like, but like the '90s country, '80s and '90s country is probably, in my opinion, the best country.
0: Oh yeah, I agree. And I would say, I used to, like back in the '80s, you had like Hank Jr. and Alabama and Randy Travis. And I think that, I think if not for Randy Travis and maybe Alabama, I think country music would have died in the '80s. And seeing what they've done to it now, I think it probably should have died in the yeah, '80s. Yeah, it died in the '90s. Be me, yeah, because I love—I grew up on Willie and Waylon, um, so those are my guys. And Chris christopherson and all like that—that that, like really okay boomer type level yeah. old country. Now, I love Morgan Waller. I, his music's, though. I, I love all I know music. the name. I know he just got in trouble for, you know, something that we won't discuss here. But so I know that name. And I think my nephew, my nephew's into him and Tyler Childers. And you could not, Um, there's a big fat dude. Luke Combs. Yeah. Um, they always go see him. And we're not getting any sponsors from Newcom- like, yeah. uh, Luke Combs. Luke Combs won't sponsor us. And while, if, if we're throwing out people who won't sponsor us, I want to put Florida Georgia Line in that. I've never heard their songs, but they just look terrible. Well, so That's judging a book by its cover. 100%. Which is a sin. Okay. Well, <laughs> I will ask for forgiveness. Do they have any good songs for George? I know that they're the butt of like every joke. Of- they might have one or two. Have you seen them in concert, Roy J? I don't think so. <laughs> There's
1: a lot of concerts that are a blur. The Jason Aldean, I didn't know for about four or five years that I went to a Jason Aldean He's concert. a really big name though, right? I feel like. Yeah, he but is. has
0: he dropped off lately? I hadn't heard him. I don't think so. Okay, I don't. I don't know. Um, I think you still making. I feel like he one. was one of the top guys. Like he was one of the big names for a while. Well, right now, a lot of people are
1: going independent, so you're not hearing him on the radio. You're, you're not hearing people as much on the radios because streaming is what's paying the bills oh, yeah. in there. But people are going independent because if you sign with a, a record label. That label owns your music. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's
0: always been a, uh, I don't know the a, a theft to me. Like I don't know how they make money, but I don't know how you make money now for your big star on Spotify. I pay twelve bucks a month for every song in the history of Earth. How yeah. are the artists making any money? It's
1: something about the streaming. Mm-hmm. So you get streamed so many times, it starts
0: making money. I guess ads maybe. Well, no, because I don't get any ads on my Spotify. I know. I don't know. I know YouTube. If they have like videos, they make money off yeah. the views, but. And, I'm, like, and I, my understanding is that as, a, as an unsuccessful musician that on tour, they, I'm sure they get a lot of their merch in, like T-shirts and yeah. that kind of stuff. But I, I mean, I'm sure that they're making money, but not as much as they should. To me, like the the music managers or what, like producers and all that, it's like the, um, the temp agency for jobs. Like that's the biggest scam I've ever heard in my life. Like I open an office and then I find work. For other people to do, and I take a cut of their money. Mm-hmm. I've never understood that. A huge like, cut at that. Yeah, like I'm gonna send you a guy to work, and then I'm gonna take three bucks an hour off of his like that. Like why not just get that person? I don't know. I mean, whatever. Whatever people are willing to do, that and more power to them. Well, but uh, I see a
1: lot of people these days. What they're doing is they're taking their music and they'll start. They'll, they'll put it on TikTok. They'll put it on Facebook, Instagram, all that, and then they put it out on apple music or spotify they put it out themselves and they get the you know the hits from that like people listening and
0: they don't have to under their independent they don't have to pay a label so when was the last time you bought a song or an album or a cd man i, I don't even know i don't either and i mean and like i get like back in the day you would buy a when i would like this might be too old for you but you'd buy a, a twenty dollar cd and it'd have one good song on it so i understand like Limp biscuit for example they had my their first album was my favorite and then they got progressively worse but you got to strike when the iron's hot so they were selling so they just kept putting out garbage You're like, yeah. you know a little bit more and more so i get the frustration with the with the customer and then i'm paying 20 bucks and you know nobody's forcing to pay the 20 bucks but uh I don't remember. I, I've got Spotify, and I think there's like every song in the history of the earth on there. And I just click like, and it's in my catalog. Yeah. Until now, what's bad about not having a physical copy is all big tech has to say is this guy is on our nerves. We're throwing him off, and then mm-hmm. so now you have nothing. But uh, that's I don't. That, that's maybe a couple years down the line. We've got a couple years <laughs> yeah. more of. It. I mean, I can remember when like Garth Brooks put out a new
1: album and everybody lined up at the Target mm-hmm. trying to pick it up, you know. And, and you'd hope you got there
0: and there was a CD left, yeah. you know. And then I remember, um, it might have been on Apple. I, I remember, like, so it went from buying the full CDs to then you could just buy one song off the CD, for like 99 cents or something. Oh, yeah, you know iTunes. Saying? iTunes. So I did that a little bit, but I, I bet. Now, I remember when Stephen Lynch came out with new albums, I'd always buy his because... I felt like I was that was almost to me like a, a mom and pop shop, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. so I would buy his but um I think now he's on Spotify too. So I, I don't know, I'd have to double check. But uh, so I have physical copy of his stuff, but um that's crazy. I got, how are they making the money? And I know they are. Yeah. You, know, you gotta um, make money. That's that's odd stuff. So uh so I kinda hem hauled around the uh question of our favorite my favorite concert. As soon as you mentioned Riley Green, I think no one cared what your favorite. You're like you lost all credibility in this conversation. Do you have a least favorite? Um, I think I saw Billy
1: Carrington one time, and he wasn't very good.
0: I've heard that name. He's the same. Was he a little bit before Jason Aldean, maybe? Or yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember going to a concert and being like, I just really didn't like that show or that person. I'm sure if I thought about it long enough, I could. But because we used to go, I mean, I,
1: we you went know all the time. I've
0: seen Hank Jr. live, and he is terrible. I bet he. I could see that. You know who I want to see live is Kid Rock.
1: I bet he puts on a good show. Yeah, I heard his shows are awesome. I want. I want to see you, Nick, because next
0: time he comes around, I won't get tickets though. I want to go to that too. Maybe we can do a live stream podcast from the stage. We'll talk yeah. to yeah. We'll talk to the kid. We'll, we'll talk to Kid. Um, I was going to ask you something when you said that. Uh, oh, where did you say see Hank Jr. at? Uh, Lakewood. Was he just drunk, trashed, or? I don't know. I was all the way out and along. He just
1: did not see. It was a Leonard Skinner concert. Okay, Leonard Skinner, you know, now I think about it, Leonard Skinner was
0: probably one of my favorites to watch. And there, I mean. Um, Most of them are dead. <clears throat> I about to say, I don't know. I, I'm sure I know they have some original members, but I wouldn't know. I'm not a Leonard Skinner guy. In fact, we could do a whole podcast on how much I don't like Leonard Skinner. Are but you?
1: Now, I'm questioning everything about you.
0: Not, not that I already didn't, but now I'm questioning. More. I do not like Leonard Skinner. I, I've, I feel like it might have been a podcast with either uh, Poe, I don't know, but I, I feel like I am well on record of uh, not being a fan of Leonard Skinner. Give me three steps. Give me three steps. Mister. No. Give no. me three steps to get out. Man. I never. That's my song. That's my jam. I never disliked them much. For the record, Rascal never walks. If you weren't here, he'd have never moved off of that pillow, but he is paced back and forth um, throughout this entire episode. But I never disliked Leonard Skinner until I started playing in a band around town. And every show is Sweet Home Alabama, Free Bird, uh, Mama Told Me When I Was Young, Simple Man. Yeah.
1: yeah. All right, so let's go back.
0: So we talked about... Jimmy Buffett oh, yeah. play
1: Margaritaville. Yeah. So I was listening to a podcast. Obviously everybody knows I listen to a bunch of stuff but there was, listening it it was a, a guy was on there he plays different shows in Nashville different bars. He said he hates playing Sweet Home Alabama Yep. but that's a $20 song. People will pay $20 yeah. to hear it's that true. song. He, says, he said I'll play it 10 times a night. He said Cause yeah. people are playing $20 each time you play it. No,
0: I will admit it does go over well and thankfully for me Chad doesn't mind doing it you know cause yeah. if you'll notice and um I'm sure you you probably don't notice but anytime Chad does Garth Brooks or Leonard Skinnerd, I don't play the guitar for that thing. you know what I'm saying like I'll hold it you know and I'll kind of stand there and goof around or whatever but I'm just I don't play them um I'm just I'm just I'm just, I'm just tired but they always go over that I got friends in low places always goes over oh, I, yeah. I don't like it um and I know that's not Skinnerd, but we're now we're on to kind of a side thread of the conversation um they do go over. Uh, get on me, Hank. Get on me on the you line of drink. That song goes over. You don't like that song? No.
1: Oh, man. Um, you know what? I, Thankfully, 2021 has brought y'all a manager <laughs> <there you go. laughs> that is going to yeah,
0: right. make y'all play these songs. Roy will have our set list waiting for mm-hmm. us on the night of the show, and uh, we will play what we are instructed to play. Uh, but no, luckily, Chad likes doing all that. Like, You don't know if he likes doing it, but he, he happily does it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but and and he's good. So uh I don't like Wonderful Tonight and Eric Clapman is my favorite guitar player of all time, but I'm so sick of playing Wonderful Tonight. Um we don't really do that very often, though, do we? It's kind of slow. Yeah. usually think like, there's a crowd like people dancing yeah. put it out there. Yeah. That's more fun. I I don't mind playing that with an electric guitar. It's more fun to play the the lead parts and all, but on acoustic, um it's just slow and long and mm-hmm. I'll, and then we kind of anytime there are a lot of people dancing, we'll usually do like the third verse twice or the chorus twice to kind of you know keep them going, make it longer. Yeah, um, wonderful tonight. Favorite guitar player in the forever, but uh, hate it, hate playing it. <laughs> but yeah, to go back to it, I don't, I don't like listening to Skinner. Don't like playing Skinner. I don't like uh, anti-American. No, no, I think I'm. I, I like Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that redeems out. me. Yeah. <laughs> So we're at the 24-minute mark. I, I feel like we could probably talk a little bit more, but maybe if we... I hit, thought
1: Rascal was sitting down. I thought he, he was comfortable
0: out right there. He said, wait, if I sit down, this will be too quiet. And uh, if if two people sit at this table, he knows they're recording, and he just starts pacing. He does it with Pove too. Now, maybe if we hit pause and, and uh, restart on a new podcast, uh, Rascal will uh, let us speak in quietness. So would you like to take us out, Roy J?
1: Yeah, uh just like share comment tell all your friends about us table 18 is coming back to uh summer grove for the second part of their world tour 2021 uh contact me if you want to set them up they do birthday parties weddings bar mitzvahs <laughs> bar mitzvahs uh you know what's some other things called quinceaneras <laughs> oh yeah we'll do it they can do they can do it all we out